Welcome. What up, Buttercup? Eating some ashtram. About it. Cool. We just had dinner together, like always. Dude, always this together. is like the first time I've seen you in a week ish. So maybe More. longer. Maybe mm-hmm. longer. It's been a minute. It really has. What you been up to? Honestly, dude, not shit. This has been like the busiest week in the world. Amen. Last week. Um. Oh, hello. Want some of this? Swear to God, if he steps on the computer, she, it, shall they, be, they, them, shall be booted across the living room. Are you sharing ice cream with your cat right now? I'm going to see if she gets a, uh, a brain freeze. You're well aware that she licks where she shits, right? So does Lucy. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better. Anyways, week was busy. <laughs> the weekend was much needed. Um... Yeah, tell me about your weekend. <laughs> I was on call, so. Um, so my friend Kim and I went out to fish bowls. We haven't been to fish bowls in forever. Um, and I kind of feel like a, a pussy <laughs> because Kim and I had three drinks. Count them: one, two, three, and we were gone. But. We ordered doubles in all of them. Like three fish bowls? No, no, no. So we had one. I was like, no shit, you were drunk, stupid. We had one fish bowl each, and that probably equaled, that was probably enough. That equaled like seven shots, maybe, probably more. Um, and then after that, we went to Wilds. And we both had a double shot cranberry vodka. That one did me in. And then we went to Fridays and had another drink. And then after that, we were like done. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. And then. On Saturday, when Kim and I went to Alliance to get our nails done, because there's a nail lady there that apparently everyone raves about and chatter. And so we went, and then that was it. Which your nails look super cute. Yeah. I wish I had a picture of hers. They were really cute, too. I have a hard time with nails. I always, and I don't ever pay a shit ton of money to get them done because I get them done and then I hate them. Mm. Not that they're like not cute, but like. I hate the feeling. Yeah. Like, they hurt my nail beds. And, like, I'm so active that, like, it fucking hurts when I lift weights. I can't open, like, my pop top, like, your little wine spritzer. Like, I can't open that. I have kids. I accidentally scratch them. And then it's an issue. Like, they just get in my way. But they're so cute. And I'm like, I'm going to put these nails on. And then I rip them off within 30 seconds. So. Um... Then today we were pretty lazy. Just watched Grey's Anatomy and ate food. Um, we were going to do like a little self-care night. And I think that's still in the books. We got like new face masks and new fuzzies. Cute. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. And then I just hung out with you the rest of the day. I know, so I really haven't been doing a whole lot. If I'm being honest with you. It feels like like I've been so fucking busy. So um, we opened our private practice. Um Da, 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 da. it's out surprise i mean it was not really a secret but here it is um but i'm not gonna give too much information until i talk to my fucking co-owner so they're not like you dummy <laughs> anyway um so we did that and so i honestly have just been fucking swimming like there's been so much crisis stuff going on this week and even though like our poor boss had oh my fucking god nine calls within three and a half days like it's insane so like crisis was all over the place and then um and not just like with crisis response like a lot of are you done with this yeah okay. like a lot of like 
consumers and stuff and clients were also in crisis. There was something in the fucking air this week. It, dude, I don't even know. Well, and so we're we're right before the holidays. And so usually we see like an uptick in suicidal ideations and other, cri- oh, thank you, and other crisis stuff um, right before the holidays. So because generally like during the holidays, that's the rates of like suicide actually go down. But right before holidays, they kick up. So we're kind of in that sweet spot where we're just like, Jesus Christ, you are a hot mess. I'm I'm one of those words. And it's a mess. mess. <laughs> and, it's, and it's mess. I'm not hot. Not right now. I disagree. Anyway. What? Bang gang. I got bangs. That was awful. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> Oh no, that could have easily there everyone will misinterpret that the first time they hear it. No, bang and we got bangs on her in her hair. Bang went first. <laughs> Not in my head. Um anyway. Wow. Yikes. Bang. I'm part of I'm bangs. She has bangs in her hair. I got bangs and I cut my hair shorter and my hair is not brown. It looks super cute. Sense. So that did. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> so been doing the crisis stuff. I got my level one Reiki certification. So I've been doing. Okay. Reiki so tell sessions. me level one. What does that mean? It just, it's like your first level of like your Reiki master certification. So it just means like you're certified to perform Reiki practice. Um, How many levels are there until you're a Reiki master? I think like three. So like right now it's like Shoden is my title. But that's been super cool. Like I got a really good response um, and I booked quite a few sessions. So I've had that going on. My fucking shit ton of clients. Mm -hmm. My own kiddos in their own crises. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's been wild. So like today, literally, I dropped my kids off this morning and I went into like deep clean mode. Like my kitchen and living room have never looked this good. And your house does look really nice. I did put on my Christmas tree. Chris is mad at me because I don't want to decorate for Christmas and it's my year. Okay, I'll come help. We don't have room, A, and B, the cat is going to fucking destroy it. False. True, but I'm thinking okay. about how you can make this work. You have to decorate for Christmas. Decorate. <laughs> I was hoping you would just fucking let that one go. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Balls. I Yikes. Yeah. Welcome to what my life has been like. <laughs> yeah. And so now I'm on call and just hanging out with you. Like I seriously, I had three solid days where I didn't eat until like eight o'clock at night. Because I was so fucking busy. Chelsea. So, here we are. Here we are. Life is good. It is. It is. There's lots of really good things happening. Like, I've been busy, but a good busy. Mm-hmm. So, we should be getting the keys to our new office soon. And so, we can kind of How start exciting. Uh, yeah. It's all coming together. I mean, like, there really was not that much stress because of the way that, like, um, my co-owners and I kind of went about it. Like there really just was not any stress. Mm-hmm. There's no arguments. Everything has been super like, you want to do this? Yep. Mutual. Making this executive decision. Great. <laughs> like none of us really like we care, but we don't give a shit enough to like 
be super opinionated about it. We just mm -hmm. want to open a super stellar practice. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're at. Love. Proud of you. Sense. Yeah. Fuck. I feel like I was like so excited about the introduction and now I'm like, <clears throat> I don't know what we're going to talk about. Do we have any cues? Yeah. What was the question Lindsay sent? Because it was a really, really good one. It is a really good one, but I don't know what I'm going to say yet. I'm getting there. Oh, Lord. What is something about the other that inspires you? <clears throat> okay. Um, something, you know what? Something about you, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I just decided. Oh my God. Okay. Pressure. No, something about you that inspires me is just your, like your determination. Even when you're like, I can't do that. There's no way like you do it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter, like, if you dislike the person, it could literally be, like, fucking Saddam Hussein or Hitler or somebody, and you would still find a way to help them because you always find that little glimmer of good in people. Oh, stop Even it. when you don't fucking want to. You know? Hmm. Like, I think we all have those times where it's like, I fucking hate this person. I don't want to do that anymore. But you always do it. You're always determined and motivated. I just, I, and that inspires me about you. Something that inspires me about you personally and professionally is your um, persistence and your perseverance. Like your world for the past like year and a half has just been literally fucking well, 10 years. <laughs> More so. <laughs> More so this past year and a half has just been crumbling around you in like lit literally your fucking boob tattoo. Like you just like fucking rise. The <laughs> Stop it. Lindsay, why do you want to make us cry? <laughs> like you literally keep going when shit, when you have every single reason to not keep going, you do. Like always, 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 always. I never have a doubt in my mind that you're going to fall because you're always just there. <laughs> Anyways. Aww. That is a good question for this episode. It actually really is. It ties in really well. Way to go, Lindsay. Way to go, Lindsay. It's like you read our minds and you didn't even know them. We didn't even know. <laughs> we didn't even know. I told you she should be our fucking manager. We were we were sitting there um, doing crisis notes a few hours ago, and I was like, oh, fuck. What are we going to record on tonight? I feel like one day we should just, like, come on here and just bullshit for an hour and see if people think it's worthwhile. Um, BT dubs, 2% of our listeners are from Canada. Two, a whopping 2%. Like, not, le not, like, almost 2%. Like, you know how it does a little carrot? Like... An actual 2% of people from Canada like us. Just so you know. Do you watch 90 Day Fiance? No. Do you know who Big Ed is? Also no. Google on your phone Big Ed right All now. All right. Oh my gosh. My sister just sent me the funniest picture. Okay. Wait. Oh man. Okay. Hello. He doesn't have a neck. The first question, oh, sad. The first question is, what is wrong with Big Ed? <laughs> Guys, he, it's a neck condition. He's actually a bad person, so I don't feel bad. Um, oh. But this is what my sister just sent me. When your dog wants to go to the Philippines to meet his internet girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like a dog with no neck. Anyways, okay. Yikes. It is November, which is the Tea month. out. Hold on. We have to do mom corner. Oh, okay. 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 I didn't get any other questions, but we got about 10,000 messages from mom. 
not really 10,000. I'm being super dramatic. It's also been a couple weeks since we've recorded. Yes. Do we have to explain ourselves? Um, no. Okay. We suck. <laughs> You're welcome. I feel like there was actually a really good reason that we didn't record. I don't remember. Oh, you were gone. Probably. Um, okay. Did you know? Oh, my God. Look at these little plants. Oh, they're little bunnies. Okay. Did you know there's a plant that grows in the shape of bunnies making peace signs? They're so cute. Monolaria obconica <laughs> has new sprouts. They resemble tiny rabbit ears until they eventually... So they eventually become what looks like a family of green bunnies posing for a photo. Are you fucking kidding me? We're going to have to make sure you screenshot that so we can put it on the, the, the page. Okay. Um, and the other did you know? Oh, there's a few. Okay, two more. Did you know incompetent people are often so incompetent they don't even realize their own incompetence? According to Dunning-Kruger effect, people who are ignorant or unskilled in any area are too inept to notice. So they end up thinking they are far more competent than they actually are. Can you send that to me? Why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you know dancing with your friends makes you feel part of something bigger than yourself, gives you a merged sense of you and them, strengthens your relationships, builds trusts. Why do I suck? Builds trust and raises your pain tolerance. So we should dance it out. I wanted to um, send that to my husband and tell him how incompetent he was. You're such a douchebag. It's not my fault. I didn't make him like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> he didn't come fucking stomping out of the bat cave like, <laughs> what did you say about me oh my gosh we love we love, love oh my speaking of we love one of my best friends tanner texted me mm. and he goes hey babe i really need some advice right now and i'm like oh, he's must be going through it poor baby we facetime him <laughs> he's like oh hi honey i was like hi what's wrong but what, what do you need and he goes so I'm buying a wig. <laughs> I'm buying a wig and I don't know which one to get. And he sends me pictures of the wigs and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? She's over here having a fucking panic attack. And he's like, wig. <laughs> I love Ooh, it. Ooh, you were wigging out. Just giggle a little. It was fuck off. You didn't laugh at any of my jokes today. Which ones? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I love our friendship. Can I just... We have a cheesy moment here. Is that something that inspires us about each other and I our just, friendship? I just love you so love much. You. You're my best friend. Oh my god. Always and forever, bestie. Well, let's talk about how grateful we are to be besties. Okay. So what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um Exhibit no. number 999, why I don't get fucking fake fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> there's a hair stuck in it whatever <laughs> um <laughs> um okay so november is obvi thanksgiving and then we talk about gratitude things that we are thankful for yeah so that's what we're talking about how gratitude and positive thinking can improve your mental health not to be confused with toxic positivity which is an episode that we have done before um, a while ago and if you haven't heard it scroll back and listen to it it, it was actually a pretty good one i enjoyed that one i really like that episode too but we're talking about like actual positivity not the toxic kind mm -hmm. so can you remind our listeners what toxic positivity is and how gratitude and positive thinking is different so toxic positivity is a form of positivity that 
it's silver lines situations. That's a good definition of it. Silver line situations. So, uh, man, my mental health sucks. Good plug. Wink, wink. Sucks. Okay. Man, my mental health sucks. And then Chelsea's like, hey, it'll be good. Everything's fine. Everything's always okay in the end. Keep your head up. And that's what that is. And then positive thinking is like, man, my life sucks. And you know what that reminds me of? What? Like that. It reminds me of like a personal cheerleader who like isn't really on your side. It's kind of like one of those. Oh, like a mean girl? Yeah, like one of those fake friends. Like when you think, when you say mean girls, it's like, ooh, love your skirt. So cute. And then she turns around. She's like, it's ugly skirt. Mm. That's what it reminds me that's of. That's a good one. Yeah. And then um, good positive. <laughs> thoughts and thinking and gratitude is like ma'am my mental health sucks um but i'm really grateful that i have chelsea because i can talk to her yeah yep so the whole purpose and i felt kind of stupid when i was like dude it's also like national gratitude month and you're like yeah it's thanksgiving i'm like oh <laughs> right uh, good one <laughs> it wasn't a joke <laughs> thank you <laughs> anyway so we're going to be talking about gratitude um and i think emily and i both have like some of our information is the same, so we're going to try not to, like, read the same things to you guys. Um, I wanted to start, before we get into that, talking about where, like, gratitude in mental health comes from. And it actually comes from a branch of psychology called positive psychology. Um, let me get back to where I need to go. So positive psychology is, like, one of the newest branches of therapeutic services. Okay. Um. So it's like, a it, oh, Jesus, I need a break from life. Anyway, this particular area of psychology focuses really on helping humans be the best versions of themselves. So helping them prosper and lead healthy, happy lives. So a lot of previous branches of psychology focus on mental dysfunction and like fixing what's wrong. Positive psychology is centered on helping people become happier. So there's less of a focus on abnormal behavior and more of a focus on what's going well. Um, so it's designed to complement and extend problem-focused psychology. So when you think about like solution-focused psychologists, this is meant to like extend that. Mm -hmm. So it's not only giving you a solution for a present issue, it's also teaching you how to reframe your mindset for a healthier way of thinking about situations. Um, so it's a call for psychological science and practice to be as con <laughs> What is wrong with me? <laughs> pregnant <laughs> can you just not call me out nobody else would know these things <laughs> it's hey. a call for psychological science and practice to be as concerned with the strengths of a person as well as the weaknesses so it's a very like strength-based approach um so there's three different levels there's the subjective level an individual level and a group level so at the subjective level, that is where in positive psychology, they focus on feelings of happiness, well-being, and optimisms, as well as how to how these feelings transform your daily experience. So that's the very subjective level. And then there's the individual level, which is a combination of the subjective level and virtues such as forgiveness, love, and courage. And then at the group level, it involves the individual level and the subjective level, and it helps include a positive interaction with your community and it instills those virtues like altruism and social responsibility. So um, my computer just made a weird noise. Positive psychology focuses on the PERMA model. And I have a picture of this that we'll put on our Instagram. Um, 
at mental health sucks sucks is s-u-c-c-s so the perma model is positive emotions engagement relationship meaning and accomplishments so at the positive emotions it's where you experience optimism as well as gratitude about your past contentment in the present and hope for the future engagement is the e in perma and that is for achieving kind of like the flow with enjoyable activities relationships. So that's where you get at that group level and you start finding communities and social relationships. Meaning is the M and it's kind of helping you focus on finding that larger purpose in your life. So it gives you something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And then accomplishments is obvious. That's your, that's what you achieve. Um, so the major topics of interest in positive psychology, character strengths and virtues, flow, gratification, gratitude, happiness, um, addressing helplessness, hope, mindfulness, optimism, positive thinking, and resilience. <clears throat> so that's kind of positive psychology in a nutshell. Um, and it, it honestly, dude, it's so new. It like was brought about in 1998. That's how new this branch of psychology is. And it's just extended over the last couple of years where more and more research is being done. There you go. That's where it comes from. Bless. Okay. So Talk to me about gratitude. <clears throat> okay. So how gratitude, and you have the same picture, so hop in whenever you want. I'm just going to let you take over this because I just talked for a solid like five minutes. Okay. So we both have a picture called how gratitude benefits us all, and that will also be on the Instagram page. And it just has some simple um, ways that gratitude impacts us positively. Um, so one, it improves our mental, physical, and emotional health. It helps create social networks and breaks down barriers, improves our health and well-being, builds stronger, excuse you. Would you like your Debbie? Um, builds stronger communities, um, happier and healthier and more resilient workforce. So there's that. But I want to, um, whoa. <laughs> Maybe we, yikes. Are you how, okay? How does a focus on gratitude impact your mental health? Um, so I'm on the National Association of Mental Illness.org, and it just says that um, a vast amount of research shows that it can reduce stress and improve your physical and your mental well-being. Um, there's been a lot of studies over the past decade that have found people who consciously count their blessings tend to be happier and less depressed. In one specific study, um, one group wrote about the things that they're grateful for that had occurred during that previous week. And then a second group wrote about daily irritations or that would be me, um, wrote about, uh, daily irritations or things that had, um, displeased them. And then the third group wrote about events that had affected them with no emphasis on like negative or positive. Um, after 10 weeks of doing this, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic and felt a lot better about their lives. Um, and then this also says that surprisingly, they also exercised more and had fewer visits to physicians than those who focused on their sources of aggra aggravation. Well, and so have you ever read the book, The Body Keeps the Score? I haven't. I haven't. And you need to read it. It So it really focuses on like how your body holds trauma and how it stores trauma. Mm -hmm. But it also really plays into that because when you your body literally hears everything your mind says. And so when you start thinking negatively, right? Mm -hmm. When I'm in one of my 
pits of depression and those happen to me sometimes I don't want to fucking do anything right every thought is negative and that makes it harder to want to get out of bed it decreases my motivation I don't eat very well Mm -hmm. and I find myself in this cycle of depressive thoughts and behaviors but when you start to combat those negative thoughts and behaviors with positive thoughts and behaviors eventually you'll notice like you feel better and when you feel better mentally you're more likely to have higher motivation. You're more likely to go exercise. And when you're doing those things, you're less likely to get sick. Um, and so that really, it, it looks at how your body withholds good and bad emotions. Yeah. Um, so throughout all of those studies that have been conducted overall, they've just found that giving things and counting blessings help people sleep better. They lower stress. Um, and they improve your interpersonal relationships. Ew, you want to hear a really shitty example of this? <clears throat> yeah. That just popped in my head. What? We are so fucking guilty of this on the <laughs> podcast. We're sitting here like, think positively. Do you realize that we did an episode on toxic positivity before actual positivity? I mean, but toxic positivity sucks. Right. But it it's our innate reaction to go to the negative stuff first. Isn't that gross? Well, I'm not sad that we did the episode, but it just, it just goes to show that like your brain naturally gravitate. (laughs) Gravitor. (laughs) That's the name of the episode. Gravitor. I sent you a name. I liked that one. Um, But anyway, so I read a research study at one point that says for every one negative thought, it takes five to seven positive thoughts to counteract that one negative thought oh i already know you're gonna talk a lot about neuroplasticity because that's your shit i do want to keep going though we'll keep going i'm not i'm not i'm not okay so another study that was conducted in um uh, virginia university predicted or showed that people who practice thankfulness um are significantly lower at, at lower risk of major depression generalized anxiety phobias nicotine dependence alcohol dependence and drug abuse um, other experiments have shown that people who partake in the quote, three good things exercise, um, which as the name suggests, it prompts people to think of three good things mm-hmm. or things that happen throughout the day. Um, they usually see considerable improvements in their depression and overall happiness, sometimes as little as a couple of weeks. Yeah. Which is just fucking crazy to me. So you already know. My ass is going to go into the brain. Yes. My ass is going to go into the brain. Your brain is going to go into your ass. I want to do this the very last. Okay. Okay. I have a couple things on that too. Anyway, moving on. So let's talk about the neurotransmitters. I didn't realize how much I loved the brain and the way the brain functions and processes emotions as much as I actually do. Um, So let's talk about gratitude and neurotransmitters. So there's a gal named Emily Fletcher. Me. False. Did you did you found Ziva? I did. Then what the fuck is it? I'll show you're you're the one talking about it. So you tell me. A neurotransmitter. Um, it's a well I don't I don't know. Um, so it's a meditation training site. Um, and so she has written a bunch of articles and one of her publications she talks about gratitude as being a natural antidepressant. Mm -hmm. Um it goes into the same benefits that you were just talking about. But it almost can match that of actual physical medication. Um, And I love to say this, like between medication and meditation, the only difference is one letter. Mm -hmm. 
And so it's it's one of those things that you can use them interchangeably or you can use them together. So at the neurotransmitter level, when we express gratitude and receive the same, our brain releases dopamine and serotonin. And we all know, based on previous episodes, those are two of the crucial neurotransmitters responsible for emotions. They're like our feel-good mm-hmm. feelings. Um, so they enhance our mood. They make us feel happy. They make us feel safe. So if we are consciously practicing gratitude every day, we are helped. What is wrong with me? We are helping to strengthen the neural pathways that we want to build. Um, so she shows some pictures about the molecules, and I don't know that we need to put those on there. Um, They're on my arm. So it, it affects the brain in such a way that it helps you build positive connections between thought and behavior. Um, so I like to think <clears throat> about those connections as like a bridge, right? When you make a negative connection, it's one of those like rickety bridges that you're not really sure if you could cross, but it's been there for fucking ever. So you're not going to tear it down. Mm-hmm. It's like this prehistoric bridge. Um, it's sturdy enough to the point that it's not going to just come crumbling down, but it's really detrimental to walk across. When you tear that bridge down and you replace it with a newer bridge, it's safer to go across. You feel confident in doing that and it makes you feel a little bit better. So that's how I like to think about those neural pathways. And in order to get that positive neural pathway, you have to be practicing those things that strengthen the boards. You can't keep walking on the same board expecting a different result. So she goes in um, to talking about how gratitude releases toxic emotions. The limbic system is the part of the brain that's responsible for all of our emotional experiences. Um, So it's got like your thalamus, your hypothalamus, your amygdala, the hippocampus. Um, So there are studies out there that show the hippocampus and the amygdala are two of the main sites in regulating your emotions. Those two specific parts of the brain are activated when you practice gratitude daily. And so when you activate those parts of the brain, that's the pleasure center. So practicing gratitude touches the pleasure center, releases positive emotions. You made a fucking face. Just the the name pleasure center. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Touch my pleasure center. Yikes. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about what you just said. So that's, anyway, that's gratitude in the brain. Like that's the way it's processed when you start practicing this on a daily level. What else you got for me? Um, I have ways that we can practice gratitude. Do you want to jump into that yet? So it's up to you. Um, I also talked a little bit about uh, self-talk and challenging negative self-talk. Because we kind of like, you can practice gratitude, but if you practice gratitude and then you couple it with like, I'm thankful for you, but I'm a piece of shit. Lucy disagrees. Okay. So let me go into gratitude then. Okay. You do that first. Okay. Oof. Okay. <sighs> gratitude can be linked to resilience, which is having an inner strength that helps you bounce back after stressful situations. So what are some, what are you doing, Lucy? Sniffing the phone, baby. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so what are some ways that we can practice gratitude or say thanks or help us appreciate what's important to us? Um, some key ways is spending a few minutes at the end of each day to think about or even write down what you're what you were grateful for that day. So this could be people, events, experiences that had positive impacts on you. You can just call or email someone just to say thank you. You can write thank you notes as well as thank you when you receive gifts or favors, which is like, I'm really big on gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like, if you look over at my bookshelf, I have like seven boxes of cards 
Um, cause I just like, I could randomly write someone at like a little thank you note and just like fucking leave it on their desk. And like, that is my favorite thing to do in the entire world. I don't think people realize like how much little thank yous like that actually mean. I know. Like I, I came to work one day the other day and my boss had written me one and I was like, I so fucking needed this. I like that you're pointing that out though, because it's showing that it's gratitude. Isn't just expressing gratitude. It's also receiving gratitude. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Love. Anyway. So okay. I try my best to express gratitude as often as I can through gifts, okay. like just as like little cards. Um, write a letter to the editor. <laughs> what i'm gonna ignore that one that one's a little weird I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um when feeling burdened by your health give thanks to the abilities that you do have um start a family ritual of gratitude such as giving thanks before a meal um find creative ways to give thanks for example plant a garden or of gratitude or take pictures of the things that you're grateful for i really encourage most of my clients when we're looking at like mindfulness and practicing gratitude keeping a gratitude journal Mm -hmm. Even if you hate journaling, mm -hmm. um, because your brain processes it in a different way when you don't just think it right. You know, it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm grateful for all these things, but we also have a lot of chatter that goes on in our brains. And so it can get lost in translation. So sitting down and making it a habit to do it first thing in the morning, what are three things you're thankful for? It kicks that brain to start thinking about positive thoughts immediately. Right. It takes literally three minutes, you guys. So that's that's where I really kind of get to the let's process it in a different way and let's not just say it internally, let's put it externally too. What are we doing? I'm just editing our pictures so that they fit the, okay. the gram. So while you're doing that, part of what I was talking about with the bridges and the reason it's so important to practice this mindfulness is neuroplasticity. I actually did a brief 10-minute presentation on this at the fucking social work conference. Yes. That I had to pull out of my ass. Hopefully it, it went well. It did. It went very well. I had a little bit of good feedback, but there was a total of like five people in the room. So anyway, um, neuroplasticity is one of my favorite things to talk about. What it is, it's the brain's ability to reorganize itself by forming new neural connections throughout life. So it's in response to new situations or changes in your environment. So your brain literally has the ability to rewire itself. Um, and so I have a cute little picture that we'll put on the gram as well. And it just is, this, it's like this cute little kindergarten drawing almost of a neuron and how they release and receive information. Mm -hmm. um, so first, the weak activation of the first neuron has to occur and it releases glutamate. So that goes down into the connection center. It opens their sodium ions, and then they have to go into the receptors. So when those receptors go in, it depends on what you're putting in there. Have you ever heard the legend of uh, the good wolf and the bad wolf? Yeah. No. No. No? Um, so this is what I think about when I think about neuroplasticity. So it's an old legend, and... People use a bunch of different animals for it, but the way I heard it is a Native American legend, and it's called the two wolves. Everyone has two wolves inside of them. They have the good wolf and they have the bad wolf. And so the theory behind the legend, and I'll butcher the whole legend so I won't tell the whole thing, but basically, which wolf survives? Okay. I'm asking you. Oh. Which wolf survives? I want to say the good wolf. No. Oh. The one you feed. Oh. So if you are constantly feeding negative 
self-talk and negative experiences to that bad wolf, he's easily going to overpower the good wolf. Okay. So the wolf that survives is the one that you feed. So that positive thinking and that gratitude, and you start doing that, that good wolf is going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And it's going to build bigger and stronger neural pathways. And so that good wolf is going to overtake that bad wolf. And so if we think about that bad wolf as like negative thinking, depression, anxiety, okay, the good wolf is gratitude, okay. positive thinking, positive self-talk, manifestation. So the one that survives is the one that you feed. Okay. Isn't that beautiful? I do like that. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna steal that and use it with my kiddos. You absolutely should. So let's talk a little bit before we run out of time about self-talk. Okay. I know you talk about this with your youth a lot, so... I do. Talk well, I, I talk about it with them because I stole it from you. Oh. <laughs> um, cool beans. But we do a lot of positive affirmations um, just because it's a something to do with their hands. Yeah. Um, a lot of my kiddos are artsy. Some of them fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, but some of them are artsy and they like to draw or doodle. And um, by having these positive affirmations, we have those like little note cards and they write things on them and then they just read them every single day with that yeah so i always like this is something i have always worked with specifically youth on but also adults yeah um youth's brains youth and adolescent their brains are still developing so it sticks a little bit easier Mm -hmm. um self-talk that positive self-talk and building yourself up it really helps strengthen that growth mindset you get if you get stuck in the negative self-talk loop it's hard to grow you kind of just get stuck um So, and I'm guilty of this all the time. My biggest negative self-talk is like, God, that was so stupid. Or you're so dumb. Or like, what the fuck is wrong with you? My biggest one is should. I should have. Should do this. Should do that. Should, should, should. Yep. I actually, you go on. Well, and another one for me, and we all know I'm notorious for having issues with my eating and body image. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the first thing I do when I look in the mirror is I'm like, oh, you look like shit. You know, or I still have those automatic negative thoughts of like, you're so fat or like, you need to lose a little bit of weight or those pants don't fit right. Like that mm-hmm. negative self-talk, it just gets fucking stuck in there and you can't do right. anything with it. Um, and so that's where you have to combat it with the positive self-talk. So coming back to like the should, um, Chelsea and I both have a little calendar called You Are a Badass from the You Are the Badass book series. Um, and whenever I find a, a calendar page that I like, I cut them out and tape them like all over my office. Cute. Um, but this one is my favorite one and I keep it on, on my standing desk, right where I can see it at all times, because it's something I need to remind myself of over and over. Um, but it just says, here are some phrases to watch for with others and with yourself. I want, I want means I lack, I wish, but I'm not in control. So that is dispowering or disempowering. I need because I ain't got equals lack again. Um, I can't. Obvious. Mm, gross. Um, I'm trying, but I'm not committed. That's what that means. I hope, but that also might mean might happen, might not happen. You lack faith. Um, I should, but maybe I won't and maybe I don't want to. And then the last one is I don't know. Spoken as truth slams the door shut on finding out. So some things to replace those phrases or words with could be I have, I create, I enjoy, I can, I choose, I love, and I am grateful for. Love that. So one of the biggest things is like, 
I really encourage people to change their language. The way that you talk about the things that you do influences the way you think about them. Right. So when you're walking through your day and you're like, I have to do this and I have to do this and I have to do this. If you change it to, I get to, mm-hmm. you would be surprised how much more motivated you are to do shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have to go to the gym. It sounds like a task. I have to take all. Yeah. I get to. Like, I get to go to the gym because I have a body that works. Mm-hmm. I have a body that carries me and that ha- gives me the ability to go to the gym. I get to take haul. Do I always like it? No. But I have the ability now to help other people in really, really, really rock bottom situations. Make I get difference. to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so just changing that mindset, it really it really changes the way that you look at your world. Right, right. So how to stop that negative self-talk when you're stuck in it? Get a notebook. And write down all negative self-talk immediately when it comes up. It takes literally 30 seconds. And if you tell me I can't or I don't have time, I'm going to tell you that's an excuse. And we're going to go back to I can. Mm-hmm. Right. So then ask yourself, and this is a little abbreviated version of Socratic questioning. Ask yourself, is this true? Does anybody believe this about me? Mm-hmm. Does this belief serve me? So those are some things like, does this help me reach my goals? Mm-hmm. My favorite one to ask people. What factual evidence do you have for that? Oh, I always do that too. And they, they get at, so fucking mad. They look at you and they're like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. But those thoughts immediately stop the self-deprecating yeah. spiral. Mm-hmm. God, they get so mad. So um, I think you just did this. Five things you need to stop telling yourself. I can't do that. Instead, you should say, how can this be done? No, you got it. <laughs> I don't deserve that. This is how I've earned or can earn this opportunity. I'm not enough. These are my unique attributes, and here is how I plan on utilizing them. There's no point in trying. Here's what I can do differently. I messed up too much to even start over. I've accepted a mistake or misstep, and here's how I plan to recover. Boom. Self-talk. Boom. So your mind is a powerful tool if used appropriately. Yes, ma'am, it is. So... What are three things you're grateful for? I'm grateful for you. I am grateful for the deuce. And I am grateful for my education. I love that one. Okay. My turn. I am grateful. um, Yikes. (laughs) Welcome. Well, I'm thinking, I'm like, there's a lot of things I could say today. Like, I am grateful that I had the chance to deep clean my house. Mm. Because when my house is clean, like, I feel better. I am grateful that I have a schedule that allows me to do what I want when I want. So I have the ability to make my own schedule. Um, And I am grateful for my coven. Mm -hmm. For all my fucking badass warrior women that just show up regardless what we need. Mm Mm-hmm. And we have a new coven member, so <laughs> I did not tell the coven. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I like to think that, like, have you seen American Horror Story? hmm I like to think that I'm, like, the supreme. <laughs> I brought all you bitches together, so. Did you see, uh, did I did I read you what Kim's text said? She's like, I plan on being Misty Day because I'm just, like, <laughs> the little hippie, <laughs> like, just chilling. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm the supreme. I'm the big bitch. I like to think I'm Emma. No, you're not like that. Maybe that's Adri. That is Adri. A hundred percent. Who would Davina be? If we think Coven. I don't know. We're going to have to do some research. I'm going to have to watch it again. Mm -hmm. It's been a while since I watched that one. So I have a lot of quotes because I couldn't pick. 
I'm so excited. Okay. I say a lot. I have fucking three. <laughs> anyway. So the first one, it, there's not an author. It's just from, I'm assuming a blog, heightsandheels.com. Um, and it says, when all you hear is the negativity inside of your head, how are you ever supposed to have that self-confidence and self-worth that you want? Mm. Yeah, I felt like that one was appropriate. Yes, love. So the two that I like really, really like, Ram, would you say Doss or Das? I'm going to say Doss. Ram Doss. Doss. Yeah. And I really like this one because it makes you get really introspective. Suffering only shows where you are attached. Doesn't that make you feel gross and uncomfortable in all the best ways? Speaking of that, Taylor Swift's new album. Woo! Everyone, listen to it. I listen and I'm like, ew. So we all just sitting here in our feelings, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't oh. be in love with someone. It's like I sing that all the time. Um, and then... As per usual, if we go to um, the king of trauma, your body hears everything that your mind says. Oh, this is a video. So we are Snapchatting and I thought she was just taking a really cute picture. Turns out she's fucking videoing me. So solid. Anywho, that's our episode this week. So I'm going to throw out a challenge to our listeners to sit down every day for the next week. And write down three things that you're thankful for. Try to make them different things every day. And don't be cookie cutter like my house, my job, my car. Mm -hmm. Get specific. Do a specific day. So like if like on Friday you sit down and you're like, okay, what were three things I was grateful for on Monday, on Wednesday, and on Friday? It's a little bit easier that way. Yeah. To not be so cookie cutter. <laughs> We suck today. <laughs> Fuck. What's wrong with us? Okay. Make sure you water yourself and your friends. Goodbye. Bye.